Ew. <laughs> my arm just like stuck to that. Oh, I thought you were talking about me picking no. my toe. Oh, uh, ew! Double <laughs> ew! <laughs> okay, actual ew. Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is Bree picking her fucking toe. <laughs> <laughs> And if that doesn't make you horny, we're talking about porn. Um, yeah, this uh, week's topic is porn. Actually, I have to say porn because you hate when I try to make it seductive. Sexy. Yeah, I don't know. It's so we're talking about porn. Porn. <laughs> porn. Ew, it's a different word when you say it like that. Raunchy, raunchy porn. <laughs> okay, porn. Hey. Yeah. Love it. Hate it. Both. <laughs> okay, so yeah. f- before we even start, I have something that I have talked to queer women about okay. in relation to porn Okay, that I will now ask you about. Okay. <clears throat> Do you like porn? <laughs> <laughs> I have heard that it is... Co- I, I'm tentative use- to use the word common, but I'm going to use the word common, mm-hmm. that it is somewhat common... For queer women to watch porn of gay men yeah. instead of women because right. queer women porn is not actually queer women porn. Like, lesbian yeah. porn is not mm-hmm. made for a queer woman audience. Correct. So, gay male porn is made for a, a queer, most likely audience. audience. And I have yep. talked to female friends of mine before mm-hmm. that have said that they have watched gay porn. Gay porn. <laughs> yes. Is this... I mean, yes. Yes and no. Like, obviously not for everyone, but I do have some friends that would say the same. Yeah. And I agree completely with what you're saying in that I would argue... Uh, I think that there's much less of a market for, let's say, heterosexual females who like to watch gay porn. Right. Um, they're not the ones buying it. They're not the ones promoting the industry. Um, so they don't make it for heterosexual females. They make it for gay males. Yeah. They make it for queer people that are watching it. Yeah. So with lesbian porn or queer women porn, it's... But I hate calling it queer woman porn because it really is lesbian porn. Well, it's like like fake lesbian. Yeah, exactly. So it just, I hate saying that because people are like, well, maybe they're bi or like maybe they're queer or whatever. In this case, what I'm saying by that is like if you go to pornhub.com and you, sponsored by. (laughs) That uh, brings us to this week's sponsor. Are you trying to stay wet this summer? (laughs) (laughs) And you see the tab, it says like lesbian porn. So that's what I'm talking about. What the stuff that you find there is targeted towards heterosexual males it's isn't made it, for isn't heterosexual it frustrating males. that like almost every kind of porn is focused towards like a male gaze yes and then they also have the like for women category and i have mm-hmm. never watched that because it's not much better I, I assume it's just like it's usually softer yeah usually the difference is is like okay this is a i'll explain it i watched a documentary on this and the lead of the documentary or the lady that it was following was creating a porn company that was actually for women right okay so we can get more into that later because it was actually a cool concept but she was talking about how women 
Um, oh, yeah, women. <laughs> cool concept. Yeah. That we exist. It didn't work out, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Conceptually, yeah. <laughs> but she was talking about how basically the four women section or porn companies that say that they're for women yeah. are actually just like no guys are present so like in the lesbian section it'll be like oh two girls are hooking up and then like some guy will come in and like spit on them or like jack off right or like they're doing it in a way that's like like using a dildo or like maybe more like aggressive more rough like there's something more raunchy to it i guess you could say hard more hardcore yeah um and then they're like okay well we have to do something for women so it's just like just put them on here, finger bang each other, and that means it's for women. Yeah. But it's not any better, really. It's still, dr- it's still like they made all of this for men, and then they think this is also acceptable for what women might like. Right. Basically. They're like, this is for men, and this one's for sensitive men. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Exactly. But so, speaking to that, this documentary that I watched, um, she was a woman, I think she was from France, which, uh, they're just like so much more progressive in Europe in general, right? Yeah. And it was interesting because it was so much less taboo there than North America. Like she was like a mainstream business lady and it totally was gonna have no effect on her regular job right. and the fact that she was like CEO of another company and all this. Whereas here it would be like a big thing. Like, yeah. oh my god, you're starting a porn company? Like it's interesting the differences. So um she was ca- clearly in a progressive area and her idea and her concept was for women to write in their fantasies Uh. and then she created scripted films like short films that were pornographic or erotic actually for women from women yes for women from women what women wanted to see it's like i would like to be respected (laughs) like (laughs) Like, that simple but it was interesting too because it's just like there's some changes that people don't even think about i think i think the problem with the porn industry is they think for women just means softer particularly right where it's not it's like it's like there were films that she was planning on doing that were very hardcore or raunchy or more BDSM, right? But just the differences in dialogue or the consent or the whatever yeah. it is is like what women would like that see. it's like, um, there's like an equality in the roughness, mm-hmm. like you know, like I don't yeah. want to just be someone's like yeah. hole, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what somebody wrote in, <laughs> and just like more like. A meaning to it, whether it's like, supposed or like somebody to be was like, that does that feel like, good? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you like this? Yeah. yeah. So it, I thought it was like a cool concept. Probably didn't go anywhere. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I hope it did well. But um, yeah, I do find an industry that in- interesting that the whole porn industry is like targeted towards men, and I think we see that in the fact that like any industry, male porn stars like they have it easier in the industry. Yeah. Like I've watched. You can go on Netflix and just look for porn documentaries. Like, it's actually very interesting to see the other side of it. Totally. And, like, the respect on set and how it is for booking and, like, all these things. So, I don't know. It's just, like, even the fact that men can go for so much longer in the industry. Yeah. Like, they can keep going till they're, like, 40, 50. Whereas women, it's like, you're 18 to 23, now we're sick of you. Yeah. And then now you have this on your resume and in a or place like Or it's like, like come back America. in like 10 years and then you'll be a MILF. Be the MILF. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The window, we're not looking for anybody in between. Then you have to do like the super fetishy like stepmom porn. Yeah. You yeah. know, like there's no... And also it was interesting the difference of how the internet has changed pornography for the worse for the people working in the industry. Oh, absolutely. Because 
it used to genuinely be like if you were on top of your game you were a star like porn star was a legit thing yeah like you were hanging out with actors and actresses that were in mainstream films going to the same parties in hollywood getting paid the big fucking bucks getting booked for mainstream movies because you were in porn and now it's like you're nothing they literally treat these people like trash well i think it We've kind of talked about it before that things like OnlyFans, even that mm-hmm. has changed. Like, I'm sure oh, yeah. the balance uh-huh. in, excuse me, um, in like the community, the porn community yep. that I'm a part of, clearly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, we've almost become like so desensitized yeah. and it's not like you have to make this big like commitment to make that your career now like it's just like people are doing it on the fly which i think has upsides and downsides yeah it's like people can control their own content which i think is a good thing because now you could be a cam girl or you could do OnlyFans or all these other ways to get porn out there yeah where you're your own boss. You're and not having you, to go to a set. You're setting the parameters. Exactly. You're choosing what's getting put out. You're yeah. You're getting like the final edit as well. Yeah. You're getting as much as you can't ever delete some of the You still could at some point pull it if you wanted to. Yeah. You could delete your profile, clear it. Um, you could go under a different name, and you know you're also like I think the porn industry in a gross way. Like a lot of times these people show up to sets and they're expected to do one thing, and then it's like. Oh, they didn't tell you about this, and then the pressure, because the whole set's there. I watched, um, what was it called? It was the one on Netflix about, um, like, a girl's next door. Yes, yeah, girl's next door, yeah. Something a lot. It's a good series, yeah. yeah. Um, the one that it was talking about how there was this shift in porn, because Mm -hmm. before, like, a girl next door was, like, a porn star that looked more innocent Mm -hmm. so that would be kind of like the niche that they would play for the first like few years that they were in porn yeah but now it's become like so saturated and so easy to get models yes that they are actually like 18 year old girls yeah that they just like run through the system you make like 10 videos and then they just like spit you out and they just like treat you like shit yeah and in that one one of the Mm -hmm. girls was talking about how you get paid more like if you do like a cream pie like if you like do all these different things like and she was talking about how it was like it was she did a cost analysis of the breakdown of what how much it costs for her to get paid more for somebody to finish like in her yeah and to get plan b because like, i guess oh like oh my god yeah it was fucked Fuck. and i was just like jesus christ yeah, like, like actually yeah it makes me so and then it showed like the ramifications obviously of these people's like families finding out because they're just literally girls next door <laughs> like yeah. they're not well it, and it's also like it's like pimping these days like they're recruiting them via instagram yeah. so they're like hey i'll fly you off for free to la you'll get to live at this house with in a pool with 20 other 18 year old girls you can be a star like We'll get you auditions in Hollywood, da-da-da-da-da. They fly out, they do 10 videos, and they're like, okay, we're done. We're sick with you you now. Like, literally, that's how they treat them. It's not like, oh, great, you're doing a good job. Like, they were talking, it's like, before it was one in a million to be a porn star, and now it's, like, impossible. Like, there's no such thing, really. Like, unless you have, like, an insane Instagram following and base, or you're doing something insanely niche, and you have, like, a really strong brand built up. Like, basically, the only way to be a porn star these days, like, you don't get found out through porn. You have a following, and then you start doing porn. So if someone like fucking Tana Mojo started doing porn, I guess she would be considered a porn star. Because Because she has such a following already. She has a following. So then 
she could create a personal brand off of porn of people, all these people that already know her personally and want to watch that. Yeah. Um, but like otherwise, they're just treated like it's just the image that's like gone. They're not creating personal brands for any of these girls. Like, yeah. They really don't give a fuck. I also feel like there's just so much of it now mm-hmm. that it's like. <sighs> And you don't have to pay for it. Exactly. But I feel like before, when even when it was like the, the beginning, the dawn of the new internet porn yeah. era, there was like a certain amount of things that had been done. But now it's like everybody's seen everything. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like they're just like expecting people to do more extreme stuff. Yeah. And you're not really getting anything from it, you know? No. Like you're expected to just go like do all these yeah. crazy sh- like things to your body and you're not getting rewarded because yeah. like people You're doing have... more for less reward. Exactly. And they're paying way less. Yeah. So it's it's just the whole thing. It's like it's I I think I, someone had a really good point when they were doing that documentary. If anyone's listening and thinking of going into porn they said build up your fan base first, like by doing like a regular YouTube channel or like, cooking or, or doing or doing like try and get actual acting gigs. Yeah. And like just main sorry, by actual I meant mainstream. That sounded really judgy. But like mainstream acting gigs, because then people are like committed to who you are. Like my example, Tana Mojo. The reason I said that is I watched a video today of her half joking that her and Jake Paul were gonna release a sex tape. Right. But um People are already committed to her. Yeah. So yeah. it's not just like, oh, it's a blonde girl getting fucked. Okay, next. Like, it's like, oh, I want to see what she puts out next. I will actually pay for it because I want to see her yeah. fuck. Yeah. Right. Whereas now, like, why would someone pay for Girl Next Door number one when they have Girl Next Door like, up to bazillion? Two to 55. <laughs> doing it for free. Like, yeah. no one's going to give you 10 bucks for your video that you filmed. It's just not going to happen, right? So, unless people are invested in you and your personal brand because you're an Instagram model or a YouTuber or an actress or like whatever it is, then like the chances are like so slim. And they put these girls' bodies through fucking hell. Yeah. Like, they, it's, it's bad. And then that's why a lot of them turn to like drugs and alcohol. So, like, I am not knocking being any form of sex worker like respect to however you want to make money with your body that's for you to choose to do but i do think that um a lot of people see it as a way like in this new age of getting famous yeah and i think that that's not something that will likely happen to you through porn yeah so if that's the reason you're doing it, if you're doing it because you actually genuinely want to do porn or you just love dick yeah do it get it do it. it but if you're doing it because you think it's a way for you to get into mainstream media or to get famous or become a YouTuber or whatever, like I go a different route. Yeah. Like it's, it's so slim to I've watched girls next door on Netflix. I feel like that was a very fair representation of what was going on. Cause especially it kind of showed like, all angles, especially with like young people as well, yes. which I feel like, Younger people are more susceptible to, like, falling into that industry. Not falling in, because it could be a choice as well. Well, and also, it kind of creeped me out, because it's, like, so common now that they have these, like, they call themselves managers. Yeah, you're a pimp. So it's like, you're a pimp. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you, oh, you have a talent agency for porn stars that you fly them all to this house. It's like, no, you're literally a pimp. Because if you you were a manager and and you cared about your talent... Then you'd be trying to build their personal brand. You wouldn't book them for five videos and then tell them to get the fuck out of your house and good luck finding a job now that you've been in porn. Yeah. Right? Like... So, just circling back to um, good old lesbian... Yes. I'm trying to use air quotes, but my fingers aren't really cracky today. Oh, darn. Um, Quote-unquote, lesbian porn. Mm -hmm. Like, is it frustrating that that's not a thing, or does it have, like, no effect on your life? Because, like, obviously, 
what we're talking about is like two women that are yeah. gay for pay, basically. Yeah. Like they're probably straight women, not always, but for yeah. the most part, I would say that that's yeah. what they are with like long nails, yeah. like just like fucking slapping their clits around, like, dildos, like just scissoring, just like yeah. so. It's just so aggressive, yeah. too. Yeah, it is. I'm it like, is. go slow. <laughs> and they have like long nails and they're like fingering each yeah. other. And it's just like, it's. As anybody thing. who uh, is a queer woman, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sure you would be like, this is not this even is not slightly bad. accurate. <laughs> yeah, and I think, okay, it's frustrating for a plethora of reasons, uh-huh. so we'll Hit start me. from the beginning. Hit me hard. One is that this is like, I'm going to play devil's advocate against myself. Okay. Because part of the reason... Because you don't have long nails. <laughs> like, that could be me. That could be... Everything else is right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, No, part of the reason I think this is a thing is because honestly, women aren't putting the money and the views into porn that men are. Right. Yeah. So, well, because as much as I'm like equality always, and this is why this is why I'm like I I hate saying this and be the devil's advocate because usually I'm always like it's bullshit. It should be like equal for everyone and stuff. I don't like. I, from a business standpoint, and taking gender and everything out of it, I know that there's a reason that they're making this mostly for men. Is because, I would say, and once again, plenty of women watch porn. I'm not saying they don't. But I know the amount that men watch porn and spend on porn and invest in porn is a totally different ballgame. So, with saying that, it is... so horny. Yeah. Like, you're just so horny, you know? Oh, God. But with saying that, it is frustrating. First reason it's frustrating is something that I just actually ranted about on my Instagram the other day. As a content creator that is a lesbian and not the porn kind. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Not the porn kind. My shit, because of the amount that misogynistic men watch lesbian porn that know nothing about lesbians and just want to get off to them and see them as a pornographic thing and not people that actually exist and have relationships and love um because of that whenever i post something with the word lesbian on on youtube it immediately gets demonetized there's somebody working at youtube they're like no flag like, that ac- it's she's gonna eat a pussy <laughs> like actually they say it's like, oh someone's trying to like finger bang yeah. each other on our platform can't have that and it's like no actually that's my sexuality like yeah that is who i am and i'm just making a video and it's frustrating because it doesn't happen to gay men it doesn't happen to bisexual women it's right. because that term is not a thing like all you have to do is go to Pornhub or any of the porn sites you don't scroll down and see the bisexual tab you don't scroll down and see it doesn't happen to other outlets like lesbian as a term has become the That's like uh, the way for the flag for porn yeah. right um women on women porn which is one of the biggest industries in porn for sales so is as a creator that's trying to make content that's completely appropriate and actually teaching people about the LGBTQ plus community by sharing my experiences and hopefully giving representation and being relatable, it's frustrating because people searching for my videos, the only way for people to find Get me porn. is <laughs> Yes. Yeah. But the only way for people to find me is to um is to look for terms like that, right? Like, right. someone's never seen my Instagram, never seen anything, and they're Lucky. looking for someone to talk about coming out as a lesbian. Like, what is that like? What is it? Like, if I can't use that term in my title, how are they going to find me? What are you? What, what am I? <laughs> and it's a shame because 
yes, bi erasure is awful. Queer people have it way harder. Trans people have it way harder. Anyone who's an LGBTQ plus person of color, a zillion times harder in this community. But I will say it's frustrating as a lesbian where I do think we have it harder when it comes to the term is it's seen as such a dirty word. Totally. It's always been a dirty word. It's like, it's such a pornographic word because of the way society puts it on. Yeah. That even when I struggled saying that for so many years, like still sometimes when I'm like, I'm a lesbian, I'm like, that sounds gross. Yeah. Because like society has taught me that like, well, you are gross. Is, but I it, am gross. It doesn't for... have anything to be, you know, <laughs> it's not about being a lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> that it's like it's a the, pornographic it's the toe word. Picking. It's, it's the toe picking. Okay, got it. But it's like taught me that it's a that is a pornographic word. Yeah. And it's a shame because platforms still see it as a pornographic word. So when you're trying to come to terms with your sexuality, and I'm posting a video that's like, I have a series on YouTube. I heard she's a lesbian, where literally every video is about my experiences being a lesbian. And every time I post one of those videos, I immediately, like the second I click publish, I get an email to my inbox, which is part of the algorithm, Yeah. Um, that says your video is not suitable for advertisers. It's been demonetized and pulled from like suggested and right. all that, which means I'm not going to show up on people's homepage in their suggested videos, all that. Then I have to wait till I get a certain amount of views. You have to get a thousand views. And once you get a thousand views, you can request a manual review. Right. And you have to get a thousand views within 24 hours. So if I get that, then I can request a manual review. And every single time I do, they say, oh, it is suitable for all advertisers. But that is after about three to five business days. Right. And at this point, the initial jump of it going up on the Internet, things move so fast, it's gone. It's it's lost on the Internet. Like where you get the views, where you make money is the first few days that your video yeah. is up. So it's a shame because if now that I am sound with my sexuality and who I am, I can brush it off, but it's a shame to me that there's going to be people out there that are maybe younger. They make a video like I'm a lesbian and immediately they get a thing saying your video is not suitable. They yeah. haven't sworn. They haven't said anything inappropriate. Nothing. They're just talking about their sexuality. And a huge company like YouTube is saying, well, what you're posting is wrong and advertisers don't want anything to do with it. Yeah. And we're pulling it from suggested because no one should see this. Like there's something dirty about it. So I think that is what fr- is frustrating more so than like, oh, like this porn isn't correctly posting me. I think that the connotation that comes from lesbian porn and it being poorly done yeah. um, and how it affects society's views on the term lesbian is fucking well, frustrating. I'm obviously not a queer woman, shocker, um, but my hot take is I also think that like that, that, um, that form of porn is a big reasoning that if I'm at a bar with any mm-hmm. of my like lesbian friends and there's like a straight yep. guy and they harass them like, oh, you're a lesbian, like prove it, blah, blah. because Make they out. they have been taught yeah. <laughs> via porn that these lesbians using quotes Mm -hmm. are doing it for their show like they're doing it for entertainment for them like their sexuality is tying back to them being like a straight dude so then they go into the world and think that they can have just the fucking audacity to ask somebody to like prove it or like make out with their girlfriend like it's like you don't have the right to do that. No, I know. And you only think that because you've been told that you are like the eternal gaze. Yeah. Not not <laughs> G-A-Y-S. G-A-Z-E. Yeah. God, I had to think about how that was And spelled. then it's all there for you. It's all, mm-hmm. they're putting on a show for you, but like, yeah. you know, like their sexuality really at the end of the day. I mean, yeah. it comes down to you. <laughs> 
so it's just like oh it makes me so mad because yeah, it's, it's frustrating. like yeah because it just like builds that fucking annoying rhetoric mm-hmm. that yeah we're here for them. i think that the lack of representation in of lesbian sex in mainstream porn um the kind of porn you're gonna find on Pornhub or whatever um is the reason why there is so much um shipping in the lgbtq plus community for women like when it comes to do you know what shipping is oh like 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 relationship like yeah like yeah, i literally like, was like like sending sending them out <laughs> sending those ships out yeah. um no but like creating storylines around um people that people watch on youtube or tv characters yeah. because queer women don't have that representation so there's like all these sub like communities that have created erotic uh drawings erotic fanfic um shippers that like ship people that they're like oh i watch this girl on youtube i watch this girl on youtube they're they dating might, yeah they might not have even ever met but we're gonna create a ship name and we're gonna write these fanfic stories about right them. and i think that's there because not only for the like sexual side of it because there is a sexual side of it but because it's they can't go and find that in porn yeah or they can't um they, which is like yeah if you think about it that's where you should be able to yeah, find you it. should be able to find it <laughs> or even like the relationship side of it like because it's not represented as much like on like what happens all the time is like tv characters they'll do some queer baiting right yeah. like they'll make out in one scene like fucking veronica and betty on riverdale and then you give that to like all the 16 year olds that watch it and they're like, well, fuck, what if they were really gay for each other? Because we don't have that representation. And I wish this was actually an in-depth storyline, but they're only going to give us one scene. So what we're going to do is we're going to make a Veronica Betty fanfic community. Right. And we're all going to write our own storylines and do our own drawings about imagining that Veronica and Betty are in love, for example. And then it also has the erotic side to it. So like, whether it's uh, erotic literature or like pictures or whatever the hell um obviously they can't actually get Veronica and Betty to come fuck no <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah so I think that because of that like queer women almost have to create their own like storylines whether yeah, it's absolutely. just romantic storylines or in porn because there's not many adapted storylines like even the other day I also, said like to someone about uh Love Simon and they were like they're like oh well there's Love Simon and I'm like but that's me still watching two gay guys. Yeah. Like, I still don't... Yeah. Like, yes, woo, the gays got a rom-com. I still don't have one for me, yeah. you know? Absolutely. So, a lot of times people put the whole umbrella on the LGBTQ community. Like, well, you got you got an LGBTQ you got community. You got a gay dude. Yeah. Like, Take it. <laughs> it's in the theater. Yeah. It's in the you theater. You got a cis, white, <laughs> gay dude. <laughs> Take You're it. You're golden. You're good for 10 years. You're fucking <laughs> all, all covered. Just keep Everyone. watching that movie yeah. on rerun. Like... <laughs> Don't mind that we get hundreds of rom-coms a year. Just just take That's, that one. And you're good. Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler oh. are on their ninth round. Absolutely. But <laughs> you got Simon. Yeah, Perfect. no. I also think that, like, yeah. I was going to build on the shipping, but I feel like that's a different episode. <laughs> Not just strictly porn-focused. Yeah. So, just generally speaking, mm-hmm. do you think that porn... Yeah. The positives of porn outweigh the negatives. Hmm. 
My honest answer is no. Okay. I mind also is no. Because I think it's that's a loaded no because that's my belief. I also think it shouldn't be policed because I don't think sexual content should be policed. Yeah. Well, as long as it's, it's consensual. Yeah. Like that's that's what I yeah. It goes back to our consent. If it's yes, of age. Of age. Yes. Mind you there's another thing, another thing. Yeah. That is oh, porn related. Okay. That I think should be policed. Okay. Because I think it has no place and I think it's like so disgusting. And it's not like fucking fisting or anything. Yeah. Like that doesn't even I'm like, sure, whatever. Sometimes people want to get fisted. <laughs> uh, you know, it happens. Um, the one, it was also in the documentary, the one thing of like porn, I'm sure there's others, but I'm not, I can't really think mm-hmm. of them. The one type of porn that like it re like it disgusted me and made me like viscerally angry was in that documentary when the girl was talking that she did like racially charged porn yeah i was like there's no place for that because it just builds that type of like vulgar Mm -hmm. language and like race relations and i was like the fact that she she in the documentary was talking about how she like had to eat out of like a dog bowl yeah and people said like i think she was like uh hispanic and they were saying like things about her like heritage and all that and i'm like there's there's the people that that is aimed towards don't deserve anything let alone porn no i'm like i I get kinks fetishes like we've talked about that obviously Mm -hmm. in one of our last episodes but then it's like there's kinks and fetishes that have a uh, a heavier weight to them. Oh, absolutely. And I was like, in this uh, political climate, yeah. <laughs> the fact that there's things like that being mm-hmm. made, I'm like, that's disgusting. Yeah, Dig it's really disgusting. Yeah. yeah, I think that porn a lot of times is. It's a very misogynistic place. It's like racially charged. It's super sexist. Yeah. Like, and 0% empowering a lot of the times um, in any way. Yeah. Whether, like... I think the lack of represented consent. Oh, yeah. Like, even if it was, like, even if, like, in a perfect world, if the scene started with consent, okay, now we're going to do a scene, okay, but, like, and I get it's supposed to be a fantasy thing, Yeah. but it, like, it creates a space where it's, like, trigger warning, I'm going to name some things that are fucked up, but, like, rape scenes and stuff that people are getting off to or... Or scenes where... Or even, like, not rape scenes, but there are, like, scenes that are, like... Very non-consensual. Especially, like, leaning. Like, they're, like, maybe we won't cross the line, but they, like, get fucking pretty damn close. Or, like, purposely trying to make people look underage. Exactly. And, like, the whole, like, that whole thing. Like, it's just... It's... Yeah, exactly. Like, we have to understand that, like, the things that you watch, you do take in. Absolutely. Like, you do... Like if I think like it's just like a a lot of porn has like an undertone of like violence against women. Yes, a lot of it, and I'm maybe that's like a big generalization saying a lot Uh of it, but I don't think so. No, I don't think so. You do like fight me. (laughs) (laughs) People are like at my door. I'm just like fighting (laughs) for the next like week and a half. I'm just like fucking throwing punches. Uh But a lot of it has that undertone, and I'm like just even things like this have a bigger role in our society. It, totally. Like, it teaches men that at the end of the day, women are just objects. They're mm-hmm. just there for their entertainment. Like, there's so many things that yeah. just, like, infuriate me. Well, I think that's a shame that what happened with the internet, too, is, like, back in the day, because it was harder to find porn stars, and then when they did find someone they liked, like, industries would use them for, like, 
200 films and these films would be played in theaters and they'd have screenings and they yep. treated them like a star. They treated like them like someone, even if it was more hardcore, it was, there was that respect there that like, we need you. Like you're yeah. important. You're an important piece of this film. And we like, appreciate you. Yeah. We appreciate that you're here and doing this and like, we're going to treat you as such. But because now it's treated as such like, a conveyor belt of all these young girls and like, just like, so like, just the disrespect is there. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard for me. Like, I am in zero way judging anyone's, you know, fetish, kink, uh, whatever they're sexually into, whatever gets them off, as long as it's consensual and everyone's of age and it doesn't involve animals, you know. But um, I just think that it's a shame that the porn space has taken on this, like, really negative, in my opinion. Yes. Like, even for me, if I go to Pornhub, I'm, like, half closing my eyes when clicking on the front page. Because as a woman, I am horrified by what I'm going to see because there's all these, like, ads that pop up and, like, just videos that start playing. If you've ever been to a porn site, you won't know. Yeah. And so much of it is so aggressive and violent that it's, like... I don't I don't watch porn anymore. Like I literally don't even go to the sites. Yeah. Like I was never a big porn watcher, but I Huge porn breed. <laughs> yeah, back with my porn addiction. <laughs> but um, you know, like I've been on the sites yep. and I don't even go anymore because I will get so turned off by what I'm seeing on the like yeah. front page and what's just popping up on the feed. Like even if I go to lesbian, even if I go to four women, it's still like it's it really is, and this is once again going to sound so fucking judgmental, but it's gross. Like, it's so violent. Yeah. And I think that at least there should be some fucking buffer that everyone doesn't have to go to the front and see that. The, the shame is, is that even if you weren't looking for that, like, if you're a 13-year-old and you're not even looking for that type of porn, and yeah. you go on the front page of Pornhub, it's telling you, this is this what, you is what see. sex is. Yeah. This is what sex is. Also, it's telling you that this is like what's popular enough mm-hmm. that we're showing it as the this front This is page. what everyone likes to do. Yeah. You know, you like, might not like it now, but you'll get there. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. So like, I think there's a problem with that. Like as much as I understand that you cannot police to a certain extent, porn and people's sexualities. And I am a strong believer in that. Cause also like, I think that you should have porn, to, it's just, <laughs> it's too sexy as well. I feel like you should have to like, there should at least be a way that, like, you need to be searching for those types of things, yes. right? Like, I think it's just such an aggressive, like, platform. It's like you go to the front page, and it's literally, like, you see memes about it all the time. It's literally, like, you know, either fucking, um, I don't even know what it's called, where families fuck each other. Incest. It's either incest <laughs> or, like, a woman getting beat the fuck out of. Yeah. And, like, smacked around with like by like eight guys dicks yeah and it's like both those and things sometimes just you up. want that but that, <laughs> yeah. but that is like that's for yeah. your own yeah, for that you shouldn't like, be every that. sex search that, that shouldn't, shouldn't be, every, be every sexual experience yeah have you ever been watching a porn video and then it goes like a turn and you like click it off because i have like i've been watching it's, and i'm like all of a sudden like oh god what I am would, i watching i would say that's less common with like gay porn That's because true. it's it's they're not really gonna throw there's too no many women to women to beat up to there. ruin it yeah there's, there's no there's no <laughs> they're having sex and then just beating up a woman in the background like because they're like we need it yeah it's expected there is however there is a side to gay porn specifically mm-hmm. 
that like obviously when people talk about porn and they talk about the negatives they talk about like kids getting desensitized right. and them believing that sex is just like using people and like there's this whole thing to it yeah and i i get that but there's also another part to gay gay porn specifically that mm-hmm. i would say is definitely on the rise more recently okay and that is bareback which is like it i'm afraid Okay. Okay. Do you not know what that is? No. Oh, what? Pre? Come on. Oh, is that when you don't wear a condom? Yeah. Oh, so, okay. like, for I was talking about prep to like okay. queer women in my life, mm-hmm. and they literally didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was until you told me about it. See like, what? About this is a year wild. Ago. And you okay. were like, "Oh, you know, like prep," and I was like, "Now." Yeah. So okay. So prep <laughs> is um a a drug that you take i believe i am not sure i don't want to be quoted on this i believe that it's like um like a uh kind of like a vaccination where it gives you a small version of the drug or the disease so that your body it's like builds its own immunity to it yes that's what i think it is don't quote me on that because i'm incredibly dumb (laughs) so i don't want to be held to that nothing on this podcast should ever be quoted i am just clearly not a scientist (laughs) (laughs) um anyways so prep is a drug that you take like once a day yeah and it prevents you i think it's like 99% um, success. It prevents you from getting, contracting HIV. Right. So, like, obviously great. Mm -hmm. That is lit. Fuck it up. (laughs) However, um, in real life, and as well as in porn, it's almost like people have taken this as I can't get HIV when I have sex without a condom, so I just (laughs) won't use a condom. So, like, I was reading an article recently, and they were talking about how HIV rates are, like, heading towards, like, record lows because of Mm -hmm. PrEP, and people are, like, being smarter about not getting HIV, Mm -hmm. which is obviously fucking amazing. However, the flip side of that was that regular-ass STIs like syphilis oh, and gonorrhea are like <laughs> on the, the heavy incline yeah. because everybody's like, oh, I won't get HIV. And it's like, well, yeah, you're going to get super gonorrhea though. Yeah. Or like the clap, herpes. Ex- exactly. The super clap. On. It's yeah. going to be like a standing super ovation. Clap, <laughs> clap that ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Making like. chlamydia yeah. <laughs> to a whole new level. We started at that level. I know, honestly, true. <laughs> Um, so that's like just a regular life occurrence, mm-hmm. but now also gay porn, yeah. they hardly ever use condoms. Like new porn, I would say, I think there's only like, like three to five studios that use condoms anymore, which right. is like fine. But I think that, and one of my issues with gay porn is that mm-hmm. it just like, <laughs> um, it relays a sense of ease <laughs> that there is not in gay sex inherently. Mm. There's not poop coming out of the hole. Exactly. There's not poo coming out of your butthole. <laughs> and you're always like, oh, well, I'm just like ordering pizza. Oh, come fuck me. It's like, well, if you're ordering pizza, you're probably not ready to bottom. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. it's just... Like... I think that's the thing. Kind of like what I was saying with the consent I wish consent was at the start of the scene. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, I don't wish the douche. I need, I need was an, an hour and a half of waiting until the water is clear, and then we start Every the porn. Every gay scene. porn scene's two hours long. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> it's like skip to an hour fifty for the the fucking. <laughs> it's just an hour fifty of douching. <laughs> oh no, but I get what you're saying in the sense of like, there's a couple issues. 
Like, if someone was going to that site to, like, learn exactly. how to have sex, it would not be there. And for, like, a young gay, they're seeing, mm. well, first of all, nobody using condoms. And yeah. then also everybody's buttholes are just, like, fucking sparkly and ready to go. Yeah. And it's like, well, have you seen a Chipotle in the past two weeks? <laughs> not even got in one. Just seen it. Just seen it. <laughs> like, just then you can't bother. <laughs> I feel like I quote her so much on this, but my friend Stevie, yeah, um, she makes sex ed videos. They get demonetized all over the place, of but I really respect what she's doing because she is so sex positive. And I think a lot of times when people speak negatively about porn, they assume that you're someone who's not sex positive, right? Which I'm so here for people doing whatever they want with their bodies, um, being sex positive, talking about sex. We do it all fucking day on this podcast. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not sitting here like Judge McJudgerson. I'm just saying that I think that it's a shame that actually there's such a lack of sex education that people are going to porn. Exactly. Which porn should be, ideally, the fantasy for, land. For the experience. <laughs> <laughs> the fantasy land of sex where people go when they know this isn't what actually happens. Yeah. And I know that before this, I'm supposed to make sure that I'm having protected sex and I'm supposed to all these things. And I'm supposed to get checked Douche. in XYZ and like, <laughs> yeah, all these things. And I also know that you can't treat real life people like this without consent, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That should be for reserved almost for the people that know that already. And I think the problem is because the internet is there's so many super young people because Absolutely. they're lacking sex, sex education going to porn. And then it's such a terrible representation in every way yeah. of how you're supposed to have sex. Because if no, if no one's told them about prep or that they need to wear condoms or no one's told them that they can't, or if nobody even like told to them women. the reason why uh bareback porn is more common now yeah that there are these somewhat safety measures yes. obviously these people are checked like so, so often yes. like so thoroughly yeah before so it's every like, scene you don't see all of that goes into it obviously like having sex without mm. a condom is something that can happen yeah. but you need to understand the risks you need to understand yeah. why these people are doing it like there's just yeah, there's get more with your partner exactly like, the there's just like so much so many more layers mm-hmm. that they're leading on and, and then it- even just like the like cleanliness like, yes that's just not realistic and i feel like mm-hmm. that could make some awkward situations for yes. people that didn't know well <laughs> and that's the problem right because it where what it comes down to when people say, oh, kids these things, they're going to get this bad. Well, maybe let's look further into, like, why aren't we teaching them the the right way? Exactly. Because yeah. just because you think that, like, taking it all away isn't the answer. You, like, I think a lot of people that are arguing for, like, there shouldn't be porn on the internet and all that stuff. It's because they don't want their kids to hear anything about sex. Yeah. And they're gonna. Exactly. They're, I promise you they're gonna. It's just where the they internet hear it. was not around when I went to Jesus Camp in grade four and someone told me what a blowjob was. Yeah. And I was at Jesus Camp. So guess what, Susan? We're gonna hear about it. Guess what, Susan? We're gonna be sluts. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us the right way yeah. to be sluts. Be sluts. <laughs> no, but that's why I respect my friend Stevie because despite getting demonetized all over the place, she's making super informative videos on youtube that are yeah fun and like sassy and a little sexy but they're so informative like she literally has one that's like how to eat pussy so and she has like she has so much she has like ones on anal play she has ones on all these things and it's like usually this would be something that people are only hearing about in porn but because she's sitting there and she's talking about safe sex and consent and like how these things aren't for everyone and always ask your partner what they like and X, Y, Z and like the whole thing, but also having fun with it and also making it approachable and sexy. It's like, that's what kids need to see. Exactly. People need to watch that. Well, they also just need the, um, 
the background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they need to be able to make their own informed decisions. Yeah. And they can't make informed decisions if they don't have any fucking information. Yeah. <laughs> also, Honestly. you know what? They should start every porn video with you besides know besides the douche besides the, the douche this is after an hour and a half of their prep at the clinic yeah, yeah getting a full talk through with a doctor who isn't sexy very the opposite like yeah. he's like whoa you're not sexy <laughs> i'm a little turned off <laughs> right now we're not having sex <laughs> um they should start you know like i don't watch ufc but you know in like ufc when they like introduce the fighters yes. and they like shake hands and they like stand yeah. there and they're like we're gonna do this thing that's they just do the start of four. <laughs> you see them, they like shake hands. They're like, good they're, game, good game. Consent, consent, consent? perfect. Yes, let's go. Let's do it. Let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. I like take that I, condom off. I actually like that idea. It's yeah. like a very like visual and uh, they take a picture with like, the thumbs yes, up. We're about to do this. Yeah. Both agree. We're shaking hands. Yeah. Because it is in a way like the ring. A lot of people have a lot to say about UFC that they think it like they hate the fighting and stuff. But it's two people that are completely consenting getting the shit kicked. And I mean, and you can say and I think it actually kind of is like porn cuz you can say that what you think those porn stars are doing is wrong. But right. they're consenting to it and you don't own their bodies. True. And same with UFC fighters. Like if they want to train their whole lives to get the shit kicked out of them, they're consenting, they're grown adults, it's their bodies. And you can argue all day whether you think it's wrong or right, but I think that's what's lacking, because at least in the UFC, you know that's the case. Yeah. In porn, it's like, let's make it look like this girl is getting beat up, and exactly. like, she doesn't want it to be happening. There's also just clearly a huge lack of uh, UFC porn, I'm really... <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. And while I'm watching it, it's erotic. <laughs> it's erotic. But also, these people are stupid. They spend so much time <laughs> training to get beat up, when I could just get beat up Right now. Right. <laughs> Do you know how easy it would be for us for to me to get the shit kicked out of me? <laughs> But no one's paying you to do it. That's the Damn, problem. There's no true. check. There's Shit. no check. Um, yeah, UFC is actually very erotic. Yeah, so tune into episode 55, UFC. UFC erotica. Yeah. Um, they used to, actually, UFC, the more I think about it, it's very progressive for safe sex. Okay. One of the main sponsors, now, I forget who UFC was bought by, but before, it was kind of like NASCAR in that like different fighters could have any branding on them. I love that. Whereas, temporary tattoos. Yeah. Whereas, like, obviously, like, in the NHL and stuff, you can't. You have your team's jersey yeah. on. You can't be have, like, all these, like, patches on you of different stuff. But before, with UFC, it was very much like that. And very recently, like, a year ago, I think now they can only wear, like, UFC merch that's, right. like, I don't know, it's Under Armour or one of those things that has... They, like, own the whole thing. Um, but people still, at the, after their fight, like, will hold up, like, monster energy uh, drink or whatever to get around it because they can't wear anything. Right. But the one of the biggest sponsors that it used to be, and it was really ironic, it was the condomdepot.com. Oh, I, I love depot. And they put it on all of their asses. Oh. And almost all of them had it. So while they're fighting, they're in these little shorts. And it just says condom depot on their ass. Can it get more homoerotic? I don't think so. But I also love that because I'm like, here's all these guys watching this and they're like getting condom, condom. depot in their face. Yeah, safe sex. Are we done talking about UFC now? <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking we should have a part two UFC. Because my eyes, I can feel them glazing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we like to talk about the ballet. Gotta go. <laughs> no, in all honesty, we're fucking done here. Um, I think that was a very interesting conversation. I'm ready to have some consensual sex. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not honestly I'm tired (laughs) (laughs) ready to go watch some UFC (laughs) on that note wherever you're listening please subscribe or follow specifically we're gonna let you guys in on something we're actually trying to get more people over to iTunes and this is gonna sound weird because I know everyone kind of We've always plugged like SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever Android people listen. And that's all great. If that's where you listen, we want you to keep listening and you can follow or subscribe there. But in order for us to get on like lists, it helps if more people watch in one place. So I did want to mention if it doesn't matter to you either way, we'd love if you watched on iTunes and uh, hopefully we can get on some LGBT. The amount of times that you think this is something that people watch. (laughs) (laughs) If you could watch this podcast on iTunes. Sorry. I'm like my dad. My dad always could watch this podcast in the (laughs) Cineplex. Okay, iTunes people or Apple Podcasts. It, it would mean a lot. And while you're over there on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, please give us a review only if it's five only stars. Only five stars. <laughs> and uh, we read all the comments that you write with reviews too. So we really love those. Um, if you are watching somewhere else, please subscribe to that too. You can also follow us on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast or personally at Sean.Lusk. He's almost at 10K. Please go follow at Sean.Lust. So far from 10K. You're pretty close. You're a couple K away. Is that shit? You're just a couple K. Honestly, we get like a couple thousand listens on all these episodes. If all those people went and followed Sean.Lust, he needs that swipe up feature because I'm getting annoyed about the Lincoln bio thing personally. So if you can go follow him, that'd be great. Um, and follow me at Brianne Williamson. That's even more important than following Sean, honestly. And you can also follow us on Twitter at I Can Explain Pod. And until next time, we will see, see you around, around the neighborhood. I'm sweating. Me too. It's hot.